It's time for the show that scours the globe for news that interests you. We've scoured a few other planets, too. Didn't find much. Coming to you almost live from their command center just beneath the Earth's crust. Here's Jeremy Bray and Wesley Faulkner with Global Geek News. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Global Geek News Podcast. This is episode number 69 of the Global Geek News Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jeremy Bray, alongside my co-host, Wesley Faulkner. How's it going, Wesley? Things are going awesome. Uh, you got to love uh, episode 69. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind of counting down till we finally get to episode 100. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to too far from now. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it'll probably be around the end of the year, first first of next year or something like that. I'm already trying to think of exactly what I want to do for the show. Just getting some ideas floating around as far as like maybe having all the old guests on at once or something crazy like that. Maybe yeah. even feature some of our loyal, loyal listeners. Uh, so if anyone wants to participate, let us know. Maybe we can get you in the 100 show. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I, I've been thinking a little bit more lately about trying to see if we can get some of the listeners a little bit more involved. Like, once in a while, we'll get a comment from them, or I'll get something on Twitter from them. Not very often, but if we could get get some to be on the show on occasion, that would even be great, too. But just one of many ideas that are floating around in my head. But anyway, how are how's your life going? Life's good pretty relaxing <laughs> the last few days had a, a good weekend my mom came down visited with her um, we did some shopping at the outlet with my sister um, I helped my brother-in-law yesterday um, put up a, a fence post um, that was a lot of labor and then we sat around and watched a, mo- a movie last night um, so it was pretty relaxing like we did some work but we also had a lot of fun and some good family time I'm, I'm I'm happy about that. Oh, that's good. Sounds like you've been having a little bit more of a relaxing time than I have lately. Which, for those that don't know or weren't paying attention, there was no show last week because I ended up in the ER three different times the first part of last week due to a bad cat bite. Never really thought cat bites were that bad. I've had thousands of them over the past 20 years, but... Apparently they can get bad. Luckily I went to the ER in time that I didn't lose my finger or anything. Yeah, cats have tons of bacteria. They have one of the nastiest mounts out there, and that's what they use for for an, um, for self-defense, actually, is the amount of bad bacteria that they carry in their mouth. Unlike dogs, that have good bacteria. Yeah, apparently it gets worse when cats get mad or hurt or something like that. But I guess it was Sunday afternoon, I was trying to put down the window on our screen door and it's and the window slipped through my hand or no put it up the window slipped through my hand right as the cat was getting up to kind of stand in the window smashed one of her paws in there and it took me a minute or two to get her out all the while she was biting and scratching and everything so I'm covered in all kinds of bite marks and scratch marks and everything but 
one of them was bad enough that I ended up in a splint for several days as to where I couldn't type, I couldn't do, couldn't tie my shoes, I couldn't do much of anything, which, that's not very fun. I don't want to have to go through that again. So, at least now I know what to do when that happens. But hopefully that'll never, I'll never have to say that the show is delayed due to cat bite ever again. (laughs) But, anyway. It reminds me of those old shows where... Like some, they're filming it live, and then something goes horrible, wrong, horribly wrong, and then they put that overlay over the screen of the TV, and then you hear that jingle music, and Will says, says "We'll be right back." <laughs> yeah, I've seen that at a time or two. Yes, but that's probably just a consequence of me having been a wrestling fan all my life. But yeah, hopefully that'll never happen again. But anyway, we have a nice full show. After all, they're. There's been a lot of news that we've missed over the past, what was it, week and a half since our last show was, what, Thursday before last, I guess? Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, there's been a lot of news, a lot that I had to leave out, and a lot that happened today. Because today was iPhone 4 day. Yes, not only just iPhone 4, but the renaming of the iPhone OS. It's no longer called the iPhone OS. It's called, uh, what, iOS now? Yes, they decided to steal another name from Cisco. <laughs> and so, I don't know about the change of the name, but I guess that's reflecting on that it's not just on the iPod anymore, it's on the iPad, and uh, maybe even uh, they're talking about the Apple TV. Maybe that will be uh, have the iPhone OS or the iOS. Um, but I have to say, for the launch today, I thought the hardware was fairly impressive. Yeah, it, it seems really nice. It's basically the exact same thing that we saw in the leaks on Gizmodo and in Gadget and whatever the leak was out of Korea or whatever it was last month. And store. There's really nothing horribly new. Uh, the design was explained a little bit more. The whole kind of blocky look to it compared to the rounded iPhone that we've seen in the past was explained a little bit more with the edges all apparently being a part of an antenna, which is seems to be a little bit different concept. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's got all kinds of different hardware in it. It's using the same A4 chip that the iPad is using. There's, of course, the front-facing camera, LED flash for the back camera. It now has a gyroscope, which... Yeah. Seems a little on the strange side to me. Compass, gyroscope, and accelerometer. Yeah, I I guess I'm not sure why we necessarily need a gyroscope, but, I don't know, maybe there's some app idea out there that I haven't given much much consideration that would really use it. They showed off Jenga in the um, presentation or whatever, but I can't say I ever really wanted to play that on an iPhone. Yeah. But... That apparently there's some other nice little features of it. It'll now do HD 720p 30 frames per second video with built-in video editing using iMovie, which will cost you five bucks. Right. Apparently. So the, so possibly built-in video editing. So. Yeah. You have to pay extra for that. Yeah, and then. It, they have what they're calling a new retina display, which basically increases pixel density by four times. 
and has 78% the pixel size of the iPad. And what I'm sure a lot of people are going crazy about is the battery life, which is 40% more talk time. So you get 7 hours talk, 6 hours 3G browsing, 10 hours Wi-Fi browsing, 10 hours of video, and 40 hours of music with 300 hours of standby. That's not bad. Well, we'll see when it actually comes out. Um, yeah, if, if it's anything like their um, battery claims for the MacBook and stuff, I wouldn't quite hold my breath. But, I don't know, they seem to be pretty close with their battery estimates when it comes to the iPad. Yeah, and they're supposedly using the same A4, which it's not, because size-wise, the chips are dramatically different in size. Um, but um, I'm surprised they didn't talk more about the, the A4. I wonder if it's... If it's going to be for app for app on the 3GS and the new uh, iPhone 4, if the speed of the applications are going to be comparable. Yeah, that's one of the things that I was wondering. They said that the new iOS 4 is going to be on the iPhone 4, the 3GS, I think the 3G as well as the iPod Touch. Now, I'm kind of curious to see which versions are actually going to get that. Because, like, in my case, I have a second-gen iPod Touch. So mm-hmm. it's got the slower processor and everything. So I'm kind of curious to see what it, what features it'll get if, or if it's going to get any. I, don't know, I, I think all of, them will, all of them will get iAds, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that one will definitely be in there. I don't know. I I saw something a little bit ago that said a new version of iTunes, it's going to be 9.2 or whatever, is going to come out around the same time, which there's no news at all as to what that'll contain. But there's plenty of other announcements they had, like the front-facing calling, or the video calling called FaceTime, which I don't think anybody expected a name like that. Yeah, that sounds really cheesy. Yeah, everybody was expecting iChat, and I guess what really surprises me is they're making this um, FaceTime video chatting a open protocol or a standards-based protocol or whatever, so that I guess like Skype or whoever else can implement it if they want. I don't know. I I still don't. I'm not real sure that anybody's even going to want to use it. I mean, who's going to oh, yeah. hold their phone out? two feet in front of their face for half an hour just so they can be on a video chat. I mean, I'd rather do it on a laptop or something. Right. And it is Wi-Fi only to do that. Um, I think this is uh, the Trojan horse of getting people used to having video calls. Um, It's going to be a novelty, of course, when someone uh, has it and they're like, hey, you get iPhone 4 also? Let's, Let's try the video chat. And they'll do that a couple times and then it'll get old. Um, but the, I think this is going to be an advancement um, and an affront against Skype and their video calling. Since this is an open standard, um, there are going to be tons of clients that are going to be out there that are not only going to work with the iPhone, but also with laptops and laptops' uh, webcams. Uh, so it, it, it is dangerous for uh, when you talk about Skype and all these other calling uh, features, which is also why it's open. That means that hopefully, with Android Android phones with front-facing cameras, that means that uh, 
it, unless it, if it was closed, that means that those phones couldn't talk to each other. But at least now there's hope uh, that those two phones will, uh, a 4G and, a, a, and an Android phone, will be able to have video calling. Yeah, that'll be interesting if that ever comes about. I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of curious about this whole Wi-Fi only thing. I find it to be a tad on the annoying side myself. Just because if I'm somewhere that I need to do a video call and I'm around mm-hmm. Wi-Fi, I'm going to just fire up a netbook or a laptop or something like that. I'm not going to go for some goofy experience on a phone. I want something that I can actually do easily and multitask and stuff compared to something on an iPhone. Yeah, look for that in 4.1. Yeah, there's all kinds of other ads or other things that they announced, um, some more iAd statistics, like who, some of the advertisers that they've signed up, Nissan, mm-hmm. City, Unilever, AT&T, Channel, GE, a whole big bunch of them. And, of course... What everybody's been wanting, Farmville for the iPhone. Yes, <laughs> and uh, an exclusive items only available for the iPhone version of the farm or Farmville. Yeah, I, I can't say I'm necessarily excited about that. Although I am excited about Netflix for the iPhone. Yeah, that sounds really good. And then they're using, they said, Apple's uh, like bit technology to make sure the bit streaming technology to make sure that uh, you have uninterrupted uh, playing um, I've never heard of this streaming technology but uh, hopefully it's good yeah I don't know I'm kind of curious to see what it's like myself because I've seen Microsoft's IIS smooth streaming which I find to be extremely impressive and I was kind of hoping there would be more something like that, but I don't, don't. Last I knew, stuff like that didn't officially work with the iPhone and stuff. So I'm kind of curious to see what Apple has up their sleeve for this. But I, I know there's some impressive stuff out there, like IIS smooth streaming. So hopefully it'll be a, as good of an experience as it sounds like it should be. Yeah, I, I, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, the, the, I'd say the hardware looks nice. It goes on sale later on this month. Um, they said it's slimmer than the current iPhone, 28%. Um, but they said that the pixel space is about 78%, I believe, of the iPad. So I would like to actually see it in person. I'm, I've, of course, I'm not going to buy it, but um, it would be interesting to see what the adoption rate will be for this piece of hardware. Yeah, so 199 for the 16 gig version, 299 for the 32 gig version, and there's a number of upgrade paths for current iPhone users, which I can't say I really understood all of that from what little I saw of it. But I guess if you're looking to upgrade it, you can check out those details on Apple's website or AT&T's website or whatever. But speaking of all the details that we've been talking about, you can, of course, find all of the links to all of our stories with that has all of the um, specs for the iPhone and everything else at globalgeeknews.com. Kind of forgot to mention that a few minutes ago. But that's where you'll find all the links, everything, our tips of the week, which we'll get to later on in the show. But might as well go ahead and keep right on talking about Apple and stuff that they do, because apparently... 
up to half of all media sites are planning to support the iPad and the HTML5 video standard. Right, which is not necessarily the same thing. Um, Supporting HTML5 also means that um, a lot of mobile devices that are out there uh, will be able to view your content. So that's talking about uh, Android devices and the existing Palm devices that are out there. Uh, Those browsers play HTML5. Um, and currently, there are no flash, impl- uh, no no full flash implementations on mobile devices yet. Not until Froyo um, is it Froyo? Yeah, until Froyo hits uh, devices where you have a, a flash component. So it it would behoove content creators to have HTML5, uh, not just for the iPad, but for the mobile space in general. Yeah. Speaking of flash, one quick little side note. Um, for anybody that's using Flash, you might want to upgrade to the 10.1 beta or whatever, because I guess there's some new zero-day exploit that came out a couple of days ago that Adobe has no fix for. I guess it's also an issue with um, Acrobat Reader, so which, as far as I know, there's no ver- new version of that. But if you up if you upgrade Flash to the 10.1 beta, or you downgrade it to I think it's like 8. Point whatever then you're safe. Otherwise, just be careful until they come out with an update, which I would right. think would be soon. And but, use Foxit Reader for a PDF viewer. Yeah, uh, I, the way it, the um, security bulletin or whatever made it sound was that it had to do with Flash content inside of a PDF document. Mm-hmm. Apparently, if you ha- they have some kind of a malicious flash content inside of the PDF document, then that's one that would set it off or whatever. Okay. Well, if you use Foxit Reader, it should suppress that content because I don't think it natively plays that anyway. Um, I, I moved the Foxit a long time ago to move away from the tray notification for Adobe Acrobat Reader always wanting to be updated because of security concerns. Um, I've went to Foxit Reader and, and haven't had any problems. Yeah, if you want to avoid most of the sec- or a vast majority of the security concerns with um, Adobe's Acrobat Reader, just turn off the JavaScript inside. If there's a setting in there, just turn it off, and for the most part, you won't have to worry about any or very many vulnerabilities after that. So you don't won't have to necessarily be upgrading every two minutes. But anyway, back to our story here. I, I, I'm kind of surprised a little bit by the statistics in that while half are um, interested in going with like HTML5 or whatever, there's mm-hmm. half that aren't. I don't know why it is yeah. that they're holding out. All I think all the major browsers support it now. I'm not. I'm not sure to what extent that, like. Firefox or Opera support it. I, I think they have full support, but I'm not exactly sure. And I know the new version of IE is going to have all kinds of support for it and everything. Right. But I, I just don't see why they're not jumping on the bandwidth. Everybody hates Flash as it is. I, I just don't see why there's people that aren't even considering it. I mean, in this graph that they're showing here, there's people that plan on having it implemented by um, the end of the month, or I mean, 
excuse me, looking at the wrong graph, the end of mm-hmm. the year, a year from now, a year and a half right. from now, right. yet, they're, yet they're still half that have absolutely no plans of even looking into it, apparently. I think it's the tools. Uh, I heard a debate during uh, South By about moving to 5 and staying with the Flash, and the tools are easy to use, and people uh, who are trained on uh, Adobe's product suite, productivity suite, it's easy for them to rip out, uh, whip out pages pretty quickly. Um, if they move to HTML5, a lot of that's still done by hand. There aren't a lot of tools for development on HTML5, and I think that's part of the problem. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how quickly tools develop for it. I don't know, is like Adobe still doing Dreamweaver and stuff that used to always be really good for that kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, I, I believe it's still in CS3, um, or CS5, sorry. <laughs> um, but I think, once again, that, that I don't know if that spits out HTML5 code. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. It, it's been a number of years since I've used Dreamweaver. Then again, I don't tend to use really expensive applications very often. Right. But and plus, HTML5 is still not a standard yet. Yeah, it's still kind of half-baked to an extent. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm kind of surprised with as fast as the iPad and stuff is selling that there's still no plans by 43% of companies to have any support for the iPad at all. I mean, they announced that they've sold in two months that or whatever, they've sold 2 million iPads, that they're selling an iPad every three seconds, which is at a faster rate than the iPhone sold. Yet there's still such a huge amount of the market that's like, nah, we don't care. Well, also, just keep in mind that um, most media companies are reactive instead of proactive. So until the numbers of uh, until the numbers on their analytics reflect the amount of traffic coming from these type of devices, which will be very little because their site won't work on those devices, um, they'll have no uh, arm. Uh, no ammunition to the higher ups to say, "Hey, we really need to uh, really, really need to convert to HTML5, so we can uh, have, so we can this, this audience has access to our content." Yeah, that's why there's a lot of companies that I do like because they tend to be very proactive. They have all this stuff out as soon as it comes out or whatever, so that way they can at least say, "Hey, we're one of the few sites out there that work with this standard or whatever." So why don't you come spend more time on our site instead of our competitor who who knows when they're going to upgrade? I, I, I think that there's a lot of companies that are really shooting themselves in the foot because they're taking the wait-and-see approach instead of think, looking around and saying, hmm, there seems to be something to this movement. Let's just go ahead and jump on in. And so they end up lagging behind in the market because they wait too long. But yeah, well, I mean, I mean, we're talking about media companies here. I'm guessing most yeah. of it's old media companies, so I wouldn't be surprised. It's not like <laughs> they have been first to jump on the bandwagon previously. So uh, it's just like uh, it's part of the course. It's with the, it's their mo. Yeah, pretty much. But speaking of tablets like the iPad, a number of interesting statistics came from Retrievo last week about the fact that a majority of people are not at all interested in purchasing a tablet. 
which yeah. kind of surprised me. I, I can understand part of it in that 38% think that it's too expensive, but 52% say they just don't need one. Yeah, I'm guessing when asked this, they didn't know what a tablet was, and the person says, well, this is what a tablet, do you still want, do, would you want one? And they probably said no. Um, I think most of it's ignorance. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we talked about the iPad previously, I think it was the last time it recorded, saying that the, the success of the iPad is probably due to the friend effect. Your friend has one, you touch it, you feel it, and then you understand why you want it. Uh, less than knowing you want it before you have the direct exposure of it. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of one of the quotes that they had during the Apple's presentation today about some guy that wrote Steve Jobs about his iPad or whatever, saying that apparently he took it to a restaurant and it got some girl to like him because he had an iPad. I think it's yeah. that kind of effect. <laughs> I can't believe he would put that on there. I would. He should If he's going to do that, he should put a picture of both parties involved. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. I don't even think it had who it was, just that it was two Steve Jobs or something like that. <laughs> I wonder if uh, if he's going to get an invitation to the wedding. I would assume that the guy at least got an invitation to WWDC for them using that quote, I would think. Yeah, you would. I, I don't have a clue. That, that That's one of the strange things, and I noticed that a lot too with my Kindle, and that if I'm out and around town, I take my Kindle to dinner or whatever, I always have the waiters or people around me asking about it. Was it last week when I was in at the hand surgeon when he was looking at my finger? Even I took it in there and even the hand surgeon was asking me about it. It's just one of those things where I think that there's gadgets that people have heard of, maybe even seen a little bit of, they're just really interested in the people that do have them because there's so few people that actually have them. But, yeah, apparently there's yeah. um, 10% of people that are just waiting for a good excuse to buy an iPad. Yeah, uh, I think that's a lot of people. They just they need a reason. Um, but that Because it's the air of jobs. I mean, he has a, uh, an aura about him and the product saying... Once you have a track record of, I got this, it worked, it's good. I got this, it worked, it's good. Um, they're, they're, they're like, well, I'll get it, I guess, and it'll work, and it will be good. <laughs> I think that's that's kind of where we are with, with their products. Yeah, I kind of fall under the it's too expensive category. I, I think it's just a little on the expensive side for my taste, and... I I wouldn't if I got it I'd probably want like the 3G version but after AT&T went back and said last week and said oh starting June 7th or whatever there'll be no more unlimited plan where it's going to be 2 gigabytes a month or something like that for 25 bucks a month instead of 